Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. I don't have time for this. We've got a show to do. I know, I know, I know, I know. But this is really important. Really? Because usually you just bug me with stupid puns and bad jokes. Not this time. I promise, I promise, I promise. This time, I have something really serious to tell you. I don't know why, but I kind of believe you. So what's this very serious thing you need to tell me? I just met a very lonely cheese. What? What lonely cheese? It's called Provolone. Oh, that is so cheesy. Give me the theme song. Welcome to Heber School, a new game show where super smart kids get to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Liel, and you are the smartest kids I know, and you're way smarter than those other kids who don't listen to this show, and you should call them up and say, hey kids who are not as smart as we are, if you want to be smarter, you should like totally listen to Hebrew School. You know who's really smart? Our contestant today, Bernie. Welcome, Bernie. Hi. Where are you coming to us from today? Um, I'm coming to you guys from Massachusetts, right outside of Boston, pretty much. And like, what's going on? How's the weather up there? Um, it's pretty sunny today. Like, we had two inches of snow recently, but now it's sunny, so yay. I know, the weather's been crazy lately, so what do you what do you like to do up there outside Boston for fun? I've been taking a lot of walks, biking sometimes, like Aviv on your last episode, and, um, yeah, playing a lot of computer games. Yeah. What computer games? What do you love to play? Magic the Gathering, it's a trading card game similar to like Pokemon. Yeah. Awesome. Now is the time to be playing online games and also Jewish game shows. Um, So we have like one majorly epic question for you before we get started with today's games. Liel, what's the question? Okay, Bernie, here's the deal. So one afternoon, you're sitting there playing Magic the Gathering as you do, and you get a phone call. It's God. He tells you he's ready to introduce a brand new commandment because the 10 he already had were, you know, getting a little bit old. So he asks you to help him make one more rule, the 11th commandment that everyone in the world will have to follow. Tell us, what would it be? Um, it would probably just be like, look above, definitely follow those. I love that. Oh, so 11 is like C1 through 10. Yes. (laughs) And really read them. Yeah. I like that. That's like, that's very clever. I think that's a good one. I think, I think God would like that. Leah, what do you think? I think that is exactly what the Ten Commandments need. It's very Talmudic. Thanks. Now that we have a brand spanking new commandment to obey, let's play some games. Bernie, our game today is called Fiddle Trinks, and here's how it works. We think of a number between 1003 and 2074, and all you have to do is figure out the square root of no, this number. No, 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 that is by- not what he has to do. <laughs> our game today is simple. No matter what kind of school you go to, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. So we want to see how much you really know. But instead of giving you a boring test, we're going to play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. So Bernie, are you ready to play? Yeah. Amazing. Our first game is called Say My Name. Say My Name. I love saying things. My favorite thing to say is 
bumper shoot, which, if you're fancy, means an umbrella. Sure, but we're looking for something completely different. Bernie, the rules are simple. We're going to play you a short song about a person from the Bible, and you just have to listen and tell us that person's name. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right, let's hit the tape. One, I was floating on the Nile. Two, raised in luxury and style. Three, so what if I am now a royal? Four, when I see my brothers toil. Five, I knew I had to get around. Six, struck a dude right into the ground. Seven, just getting ready for the show. Eight, you know you'll let my people go. Nine, it's the law with no amendments. Take two tablets, it's the Ten Commandments. boy oh stephanie that was so nice of you i mean i know you're a fan of mine and everything but to write a whole song just about me that's so sweet so you're saying you were floating in the nile as a baby and then found and then raised by an egyptian king leo something like that well this song is not about you but bernie let's review the clues and see if we can figure out who this song actually is about We're looking for someone who was raised by Egyptian royalty, became a leader of his people, was famous for saying things like, let my people go, and had something to do with the Ten Commandments. Any idea who this song is about? Um, Moses? Winner! Yes! Winner! (laughs) Yes, Bernie, that is correct. Liel, tell us about this guy, Moses. Moses, or Mo, to his close friends, was born in Egypt during a bit of a tough time for the Jews. The meanie pharaoh said that every Jewish baby boy had to be killed, so Moses' parents put him in a little basket and placed him in a great big river called the Nile. He was found by none other than Pharaoh's daughter, taken to the palace, and raised like a prince. But he never forgot his people, and when he got older and saw the Jews being forced to work hard as slaves, he ran away to the desert. There, God spoke to him through a burning bush, no iPhones back then, and told him to go back to Egypt and lead the Jews to freedom. His brother Aaron helped out, as did God, who struck down the Egyptians with ten gnarly plagues, which you probably know from the Passover Seder. After splitting the Red Sea and leading the Israelites to safety, Moses climbed Mount Sinai, received the Ten Commandments from God, and then led his people on a 40-year journey to the Promised Land, which, if he had an iPhone, would have taken a lot less time because he just could have used the Waze app and found his way faster. That sounds like a very long hike. Bernie, do you think you would have enjoyed that 40-year walk in the desert? Probably not, because they don't have, like, portable chargers, so no form of entertainment aside from, like, people telling stories, which is fun. But after 30 years, that could probably get old. Yeah, the last 10 are going to be tough. Also, none of those, like, little tiny fans with the squeeze water bottles attached. Oh, yeah, just, like, the desert cut to, like, the movie montage with, like, them trekking across sands with, like, winds blowing and, yeah. I'd watch that movie. Okay, let's leave the desert and get on to our second game, which means things are about to get even crazier. It's time to play Tall Torah Tales. Tall Torah Tales. 
When you read the stories in the Bible, Bernie, sometimes you come across things that blow your mind, stuff so strange you can't believe the Bible actually mentions it. So right now, Liel and I are going to tell you about four fantastic things mentioned in the Bible. Three of these things are totally real. They are actually mentioned in the Bible. One of them is just a big old lie. Your job is to tell us which is which. How does that sound? Fun. Are you nervous? I'm nervous. Yeah. I don't know if these are going to be like what was like Moses's stepfather's name or something, which my dad told me. Oh, so you prepared for this. Um, I conveniently forgot it though, so. <laughs> so our theme today is creepy dreams. The Bible tells us about all sorts of people who had all sorts of wild and crazy dreams. Let's see if you can spot which ones are real. The first crazy dream belongs to Jacob. Taking a snooze one night, he dreamed of a ladder so tall that it reached all the way to heaven, like the tallest escalator you've ever seen. He also dreamed that angels were coming up and going down and that God himself was standing beside him and promising him that the future was going to be awesome. So pretty wild stuff. You call that wild? Please. Ever heard of Joshua? He was Moses' second in command. And after Moses died, he became the leader of the Israelites. His first job was to conquer the city of Jericho. So one night, he goes to sleep, has a dream about, get this, 30 elephants surrounding the city and blowing their trunks. So the next morning, he had his men march right up to the city of Jericho and blow their trumpets, and the walls of Jericho came falling down. Now that is what I call a crazy dream. Fine, but your 30 elephants are nothing compared to the 14 cows in Joseph's dream. The first seven were fat and nice, but then seven skinny and mean-looking cows showed up and ate the first seven cows. Joseph understood right away that God was telling him to prepare for seven difficult years, and he advised the king of Egypt to start stocking up on food, becoming the most important dude in the kingdom. Yeah, so that's cool, I guess. But I see your 14 cows, and I raise you four beasts, which appeared in one terrifying dream to the prophet Daniel. One night, he goes to sleep. He dreams of a lion, a bear, a leopard, and some terrifying creature with iron teeth and ten horns, which represents the four kingdoms that will eventually rule the earth. Did we say these dreams were creepy? These were creepy dreams. So, Bernie, it's time for some truth. We told you about four weird dreams. One has the ladder to heaven, one has the 30 elephants, one has the 14 crazy cows, and the other has the four beasts. Um, I know that um, Jacob's dream where the ladder to heaven, I definitely remember that happening. I have also seen Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat about seven too many times. So I know that the one with the cows is true. So cows is true. We know Jacob and the ladder is true. So that leaves us four crazy beasts, one of which has iron teeth and 10 horns and 30 elephants blowing their trunks, both of which sound uh, crazy. What, what do you think? What's, what does your gut tell you here? I'm thinking probably the one with the 30 elephants. You think that one's fake? Um, yes. Winner! You are correct! Happily, you got that correct, and sadly, 30 dancing elephants did not make an appearance in the Bible, but all the other creatures we told you about were totally real. I once had a beast with iron teeth and 10 horns as a pet. 
It kept eating the sofa, so we just had to give it away. That sounds like the right move. So, Barney, we have time for just one more game, but it's a really fun one. We call it Eavesdropping on History. Eavesdropping on History. Is that the one where Liel gives the speech about how awesome you guys are and how awesome people have time machines? Uh-oh, Liel, I think it's time for you to read your next line. <laughs> so Bernie is completely correct. And if you're hearing this now, you should know, Bernie, I'm actually kind of speaking to you from the future right now because the future is... You said it, brother. Awesome! Except for the fact that everyone wears diapers on their heads instead of hats, which I don't really get yet. But the reason I can travel through time like this, Bernie, is because I have... Yes, you are right. A time machine. And this week, this week only, Stephanie and I travel back in time. Way back in time to one major moment in Jewish history. We recorded a little bit of it. And we're going to play it right now for you And your job is to tell us which major moment in Jewish history we have just heard. All right, Bernie, let's roll that tape and see what it is. Hey, bro. How are you? I'm so hungry. I'm good. I've been cooking all day. You want some stew? Totally, bro. You have to give me your birthright first. What? Whatever. Give me the stew. Okay, bro. Here. Thanks for the birthright. Mmm, stew. Mmm, stew. Guys, this is making me hungry. This one sounds pretty tricky. One brother trades the other brother some stew for his birthright. The voices sound kind of mixed up because I remember that one of them was like big burly hunter guy and the other was sort of smaller but smarter. So I feel like it should have been reversed, but it's Jacob and Esau. Winner. That is amazing. That is correct. That is also a great production note that we will pass You're along. Both correct. <laughs> and you have a job. <laughs> Liel, tell us about these Jacob and Esau guys. If you think you have trouble with your brother or your sister, Jacob and Esau take the sibling rivalry to a whole new level. These twins were fighting nonstop, even when they were still in their mother's tummy. And things didn't really get any better as they got older. One day, poor Esau, starving, begged Jacob for some food. And Jacob said, sure, I'll give you a bite of this delicious lentil stew, but only if you, like, agree that I'm the older brother and the more important awesome brother. Too hungry to think, Esau says, sure, man, whatever, just give me the stew. And later, tricky, sneaky Jacob pretended to be his brother and got his old and blind father's blessing, which basically meant he became the boss of the family. Esau was pretty mad, and the two brothers fought for a long time before eventually, you know how it is, making up. So kids, just don't fight with your siblings, okay? Much easier that way, and don't sell anything important for a bunch of beans. Unless they're magic beans. Hey Bernie, thank you for playing today. You were terrific. It was awesome. Thanks. What's one thing you learned today that you were sort of like surprised or excited by? Um, that one of the nations that was supposed to rule the world is represented by a beast with iron teeth and ten horns that was also Liel's childhood pet. That is absolutely true. You know, the stories in the Bible are just so amazing, and Liel apparently is part of them. Do you guys hear that sound? 
Yes, it's my favorite Christmas song, Shlomo the Jewish Reindeer. No, Liel, it is not. It's the sound of the bell ringing and telling us we're out of time for this week's Hebrew School. So thank you, Bernie. Thanks. You were a great guest. And if anyone listening at home wants to play too, and if they're between the ages of 7 and 12, send us an email at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, class dismissed. Hebrew School is a podcast from Tablet Magazine, hosted by me, Stephanie Butnick, along with Liel Leibovitz. We are produced by Sara Fredman-Ader and Paul Ruest, who also edits the show. We are executive produced by Josh Cross, with extra help this week from Violet Cross. Know a kid who should definitely be on this show? Email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Check out all of Tablet's podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts.